0: The link between obesity and cancer risk is clear. Research shows that excess body fat increases your risk for several cancers. What's less clear is exactly how being obese increases that risk. I'm Deborah Howell, and in this episode of the Highland Medical PC podcast series, we're going to be talking about obesity and cancer. Here with us today is Dr. Mark S. Zimmerman. He's an oncologist and hematologist at Highland Medical PC. Dr. Zimmerman, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: You're very welcome.
0: All right, let's get into it. How are obesity and cancer related?
1: Well, I think most of us recognize that obesity is uh, an unfortunate epidemic, not only in our country, but uh, in just about every country in the world. Uh, Most of the definitions would include uh, those persons with a body mass index of greater than 30. This is a formula that... uh, takes into account uh, height and weight uh, and by current estimates right now that applies to at least one-third of the population. We know about the increased risk in hypertension and heart disease but I think many of my patients and uh, patients in general don't have that same sense for obesity as a risk for cancer. What we do know about obesity and its role in, in certain diseases is that, first of all, it is considered a chronic inflammatory condition, and uh, this certainly plays a role in its link to uh, to heart disease. That may be an issue in certain types of cancer, but I think it's uh, a little bit more complicated than that. Uh, we Are starting to understand what that risk is. There is certainly a risk in uh, a number of cancers associated with increased levels of estrogen hormones and that's because the fat cells that are more common in obese patients uh, actually convert non-estrogen type of hormones into estrogen and we know that estrogen is a risk factor for example, in breast cancer and and uterine cancer. There also is uh, an association with uh, type 2 diabetes, which has become more and more of a problem. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the link there appears to be with uh, the increased insulin production that we see in patients with this type of diabetes and the accompanying resistance to insulin. So the resistance to the effect of insulin increases the amount of insulin produced and insulin we know is a growth factor uh, and uh, uh, it is a growth factor that uh, is likely important in many types of cancer.
0: Earlier, you mentioned inflammation. What is inflammation and how does obesity cause inflammation?
1: I don't think we we know the uh, the exact link. Uh, inflammation uh, is um, uh, one one can think of as uh, uh, irritation, but irritation in the sense that certain uh, inflammatory cells and inflammatory factors in the blood are increased by uh, obesity and may have an effect, for example, on the walls of uh, blood vessels in patients with heart disease.
0: Got it. Now, what specific types of cancers can result from obesity?
1: Well, I don't think we can say that uh, any cancer would be caused by obesity uh, and no other factor, but we can say that Uh, the relative risk of cancer of various kinds is increased in in obese patients. So, for example, in colon cancer, we are seeing a very unfortunate trend uh, in the diagnosis of colon cancer where patients are being diagnosed at younger ages. Normally, we have the recommendation for first colonoscopy at age 50. But we are seeing patients diagnosed in their late 30s and 40s. And we know that uh, a weight gain between adulthood and midlife uh, increases the risk of colon cancer by about 20 to 30%. Mm. Uh, this is also linked to diabetes and again, maybe one of those cancers that is linked to the insulin uh, resistance. Um, breast cancer. Uh, breast cancer only in women after the age of menopause. Uh, and that's because those are the tumors that are most sensitive to estrogen. And for the reasons we described above, ob- obese patients may have uh, increased amounts of circulating estrogens that uh, would stimulate the uh, breast tissue. In a similar uh, fashion, uh, the cancers of the endometrium or the lining of the uterus are associated with an increasing uh, BMI uh, and we're seeing cancers at a younger age. But for example, for a BMI between 25 and 30, that risk of uh, uh, endometrial cancer is about one and a half times the uh, non-obese risk, and for women who are quite obese, uh, up to a BMI of 40, that risk may be as high as seven times. This is probably also linked to uh, estrogen levels. On an unrelated type of uh, cancer, uh, we are starting to believe that certain types of primary cancers of the liver may be related to obesity. The link appears to be what we commonly call uh, fatty liver, which does produce a a, uh, chronic inflammation within the liver. That inflammation in turn can lead to scarring, which is called uh, cirrhosis. And cirrhosis uh, is a fact uh, factor in the development of primary liver cancer. So, uh, you know, we have three uh, very strongly linked type of uh, cancers. Um, uh, we also are seeing, however, in patients uh, who develop pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer, unfortunately, is the, one of the fastest uh, uh, growing in terms of the incidence of the cancer that we have. starting to see uh, patients diagnosed at a younger age uh, and this too seems to be linked to uh, obesity and indirectly to a decrease in physical activity which often goes along with obesity.
0: Sure. Not a good trend. Now you're in the business of helping people so Dr. Zimmerman what are some steps people can take right now I mean today to reduce the risk of obesity related cancers?
1: Well it's Always easy advice to give and uh, harder advice to follow. Yeah. Uh, we know that obesity in general and dietary factors uh, uh, are are very important in our health outcomes. Not in term not just in terms of cancer, but in terms of uh, uh, heart disease, stroke, and uh, whatever. We we all have genetic factors over which we have no control. Factors over which we do have control such as what we eat, how much we eat, whether we smoke, whether we exercise. Uh, those are the things that really need to be uh, uh, worked on I, I think for, uh, for all of us. Um, there's no magic in the treatment of, um, uh, of obesity and prevention. For most patients it's a matter of balance between calorie intake and and what they burn. Now, we all burn calories at, uh, at different rates, but uh, most of us as Americans eat more than we need to and certainly more than we should. So combining uh, that uh, dietary change with increase in physical activity, and I would say that Several of the cancers that I mentioned, and I think I specifically spoke about the pancreatic cancer, but in colon cancer also, there seems to be a link of uh, between uh, decreasing risk associated with 30 minutes of exercise three times a week. Uh,
0: and it doesn't even have to be, uh, you know, rigorous exercise, right? Maybe even just walking.
1: Even walking. Even walking. You're absolutely right.
0: Well, I thank you so much, Dr. Zimmerman, for educating us on obesity and cancer. We're all going to get out there and start walking immediately. For more information, please visit HighlandMedicalPC.com. This is the Highland Medical PC podcast series. I'm Deborah Howell. Thank you so much for listening.